A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to The Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here at The Dream Factory are so simple, but we're going to explain them anyway for the hundred and something time. Uh, we can discuss as many film ideas as we like, sent in by you, provided by me, provided by a guy I'm about to introduce. Maybe something we saw written on a scrap of paper at a bus stop, uh, but only one of them could be taken to the next stage, where it will be rushed through production and made immediately available on streaming services, because there is nothing left to watch. I'm Joel, a man who puts the Tony in monotony. Uh, that's Tony as in the acting award. And across from me is John Harris, a man who is keeping himself occupied during lockdown by experimenting with class A drugs. Hey. <laughs> What's, What's your favourite drug? Which one's a class A? Uh, ecstasy, is that a class A? Yeah, I think so. Great, well, that one. <laughs> More of those, please. I think doing drugs inside your... I, right, I'm not a big drug oh. man. It would be mm. awful, right, inside your own flat, surely? Yeah, but I, I actually have a similar... I sometimes feel that about boozing. Yeah, I'm not that keen on boozing at home. The no. the at-home drug is probably weed. Not not that I'm a big weed guy either, but I assume that's the most at-home friendly. Hey, if you're a big drug user, let us know. Dream Factory Podcast on Twitter. Well, if, if, if my neighbours are anything to go by, they are big weed people. Nice, but you wouldn't know if your other neighbours were, you know, taking smack. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, that's, would you? You can't smell it. You can't smell it. Tweet us, can you smell smack? Uh, <laughs> let us know. That'd be great. Oh, dear. All good stuff. Hello, John. Hello, mate. Um, I like a couple of things. I, I think you've brought this up before, but you say the rules are simple and that we're going to say the rules. But then you kind of, then you, this is, I we never mentioned the rules again. I know. I think that whole introduction is a complete waste of everyone's time. <laughs> it's total nonsense. <laughs> I don't isn't know why it? we do it. And I always have to fucking remember to write it differently every, every time we record. And I always forget. And then I look at the stupid template I've got in my notes. And I'm like, oh, God, it's just full of like big blocks of X. And I'm like, oh, I'm, one day I'm just going to, I'm honestly just going to go, hello, welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest movie generation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of those as we like, but only one can take me to the next stage where X, 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 X. I'm Joel, a man who puts the X, X, X in X, 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 X. Well, that is actually true. And across from me is John Harris, a man who X, 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 X. Hi, John. The rules are simple. We can discuss this. So the rules are that one, why, we why can we discuss... Why have there's rules? Why, rule why, how many podcasts we can have discuss- rules? Why are the podcasts you listen to where they establish rules at the start? We're setting ourselves out from the crowd. We're, we're what, unique. By, what? Yeah, because people, people fucking love rules, don't they? Yeah, I'm going to change our bio on Twitter to the podcast with the most rules. 
So rule number one is we can discuss as many ideas as we like. And rule number two is that only one goes to Hollywood. Yeah. Okay, cool. I Why is it a rule we can discuss as many as we like? <laughs> Why is it such odd that it's a rule? <laughs> like, obviously we can. It's our fucking podcast. <laughs> There's not like someone, you know, we haven't got like an exec saying four ideas this week, lads. Yeah. <laughs> if someone yeah. came into this room that I'm in and said, you've said enough ideas, I could say, no, the rules are we can discuss as many as we like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no more, no less. <laughs> oh, oh, well, dear. on that, All would good. you like an idea from Matt? There will be Paddington. The oh, beginnings no. of the oil boom started by a furry bear with an insatiable lust for money, marmalade and milkshakes. Yeah, I don't mind it. It could be it's, like it could be there will be blood orange because that's a similar citrus fruit that would go in a marmalade. And it would be a functioning pun, sorry, Matt, but um, <laughs> there will be pad. Look, I like any excuse to discuss Paddington. So if if you're listening now and haven't sent in an idea and want a guaranteed entry, send me a Paddington. S- send thing. in an idea. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paddington's the best, absolutely the best. Oh wait, no, it's not. Paddington Two is the best. Oh, crazy. One of the rare films where the second is better. So good. Is there going to be a three? So the guy... so scary. They're on such an upward trajectory. They're, like, they're basically perfect films, aren't they? Yeah, and I think Paul King, the director, isn't going to do the third one if it happens. Oh, no. Classic. Is that is sign. classic. Yeah. That is textbook, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? There's like this. There's this expectation in the world of cinema. It's like it feels unfinished because there's two. Yeah, it is weird. It's like, But there's also, I guess, an expectation that now it seems like if you're onto a good thing, you have to yeah. keep riding that train until it goes bad. But that's not necessarily the case. <laughs> you either make one film, three films, or 20 films. That's that's the rules in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah I like the idea. Maybe Paddington. Oh, can you think of many? Can you think of many other films that have just got one sequel? Is that a mad thing to say? I'm sure there are. 22 Jump Street. Jumanji doesn't count because that was like last year. So they haven't had time to have three. Yeah, and they will have three. Mm, I think it's pretty rare. That, just, that is, don't you think that's quite weird? I've never uh, never considered that before. That is quite strange. Yeah, I think it's probably like from a creative standpoint that feeling like three is just a really satisfying thing, isn't it? Yeah. Everything creatively seems to be come in threes. Yeah, true. And quite often the formula actually is um, one film, a couple of years later, second film, a long time later, <laughs> third film. Yeah, yeah. Um, when the when the petition is complete. Yeah, or I guess sometimes it happens when the second one is just a bit crap, like Kick-Ass 2. Kick-Ass 2 probably yeah. killed the chance of there being Kick-Ass 3. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, of course, and so, like, and they're, like, the straight-to-DVD or straight-to-home video, ver- like, sequels that don't really count either, right? Oh, like, yeah, like Grease 2. M- mean Girls 2, Bring It On 2. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen Grease 2, but according to... A massive film fan comedian Brett Goldstein. Mm. Uh, that is a classic. Yeah, he, he will defend Grease Two till he till he dies. But I I I've got a feeling that's because expectations are so low on that, right? Yeah, you'd think a straight to video sequel for Grease. You'd never expect anything. Anyway, do you want to do you want a film idea from me? Yes, please. This one comes from Tim Mount Rushmore. Or oh, I could just be called Rushmore. There's a film oh. called Rushmore, isn't there? Yeah, I don't really know much about it. It's an early one by oh, what's his face? Where's Anderson, right? Yeah, it's a it's a coming of age kids uh, high school story. Apparently, I, I read uh, the two line summary that comes up on Google, and it said that he falls in love with his teacher. So I, maybe in this one, Jackie Chan falls in love with <laughs> his martial arts teacher. 
Maybe. You know how like in, I don't know if you've done this, but I very much, in terms of like my entertainment, I've very much reverted during lockdown. I think it's a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving, I'm playing an old Star Wars game that they remastered for the Switch. Nice. Um, watching Boy Meets World. Um, nice. And actually in that list of things, I could very much imagine I'm only a week or so away from watching a, a like a Jackie Chan film like Shanghai Noon or Shanghai Nights. How many How many rush hours were there? <laughs> We're on the subject of sequels. Oh, there is a rush hour three. I think you're right in, in your rule of uh, it goes one, two, and then ages before the third one. Yeah. Jackie Chan falls in love with a school with his teacher, which is so fine. Jackie because, Chan's old, right? Well, yeah. So it's like, it's, you know. Yeah, it's an extracurricular it? thing. You know, if he's like, thing, yeah. So there's Jackie nothing. Chan, s- Jackie Chan is 66. God, his teacher's going to be 100. It's, Jackie Chan's got a 100-year-old martial arts teacher and he falls in love with her. Well, or he could just have a younger teacher. Like. No, that's not how it works in martial arts, John. You've not, you've not competed as much as I have. I, I know the you, rules. I thought we were going to fight like you were. We had managed to do a, a person falls in love with their teacher trope, but then also done the classic Hollywood trope of the man being way older than the woman simultaneously. Oh, there. that would be great. It's like a twenty-four-year-old teacher. <laughs> Sixty-six. That's a good idea. Jackie yeah. Chan. Okay. Maybe Jackie Chan is trying to learn a new skill. Maybe he's like, because he's getting on, maybe he's a bit arthritic and the martial arts isn't coming as easy to him and he wants to take up, I don't know, embroidery. Oh, you can imagine the big, the big, is, is embroidery got big wooden sticks or is that knitting only? It, for the purposes of this, it's okay, fine. whatever you need. It's a general arts, he does it in a general arts and craft place yeah. and you can imagine the fights, you can imagine oh, the things yes. he's picking up during a fight in That's an arts perfect. and crafts place. So Jackie Chan's like just trying to chill at some like community college vibe kind of thing doing arts and crafts. And somehow that college is involved in some sort of massive <laughs> <laughs> drug cartel. Don't worry about that. We'll explain that yeah. with some some establishing shots. <laughs> I'm really into that. And it, uh, he's actually taking on like loads of modules of like stupid little courses. I Because of the program community, I assume all community colleges in America offer like, you know, climbing ladders 101 and stuff. He's embroidering. Right. So they're, they're embroidering. And for some reason, the embroidery is a front for some drugs stuff. You know how Honest made people like knit little hats for their bottles and there was some, yeah. somehow for charity or something? It's like that. You think you're doing a thing for charity, but they're filling those, filling those hats with cocaine and sending them off to a country. Perfect. Oh, and then Jackie Chan finds out and isn't very happy, so he fights his way to the top because all he wanted to do was embroider. Ideal. Absolutely ideal. I'm into Perfect. it. What was that film called? <laughs> Rush Hour More. <laughs> All right, what about this one from Sophie? Obscene and oh, 15. Oh, um, before I forget, Chris oh. Tucker's the principal of the college. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Obscene and 15. Joe Wicks is cancelled after it's revealed he said some terrible things five years ago. <laughs> oh, no. The inevitable the end of is, celebrity. Yeah. The thing is, it sounds a little... Uh, I like it. It's a, a top pun. It sounds a little bit more like a tabloid headline than it does a movie title. Yeah, I mean the Joe Wicks movie may well happen at some point. I was gonna—I thought you were gonna say that his his fancy dress Fridays were gonna take a really disgusting <laughs> turn. <laughs> you just you just turn on YouTube and he's in like a full fucking Gestapo outfit. I'm in the air. What is he? He's done Lean in fifteen. He's done Ween in fifteen, which is getting babies off off onto uh, solids. He did, he did Bean in fifteen, where all the recipes were bean based. <laughs> He did mean in 15, and it's just uh, 300 pages of him slagging you off, calling you fat, telling you to do exercise. 
Uh, he did Green in 15. Qu- <laughs> Queen no, in 15, which is where you exercise while listening to Bohemian Rhapsody twice. Um, <laughs> have you got one? It probably is about seven and a half minutes, Bohemian Rhapsody. That would probably work. Yeah. yeah. I, Green in 15 would be a salad book, right? You'd think that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's all about painting yourself green and uh, being the Hulk and loving your body. It's about not body shaming the Hulk. Zine in 15, he makes a magazine. Makes a magazine. Very good. <laughs> uh, and that's all of them. There aren't any more. So don't <laughs> there tweet There are no us. more puns. Yeah, don't tweet. Please don't tweet us. What about this one from Beck? Birds of prey, but it's spelt prey as in like prayer. So I assume we're talking bird about church. nuns. Oh, bird church. It's an animated kids film. where A birds bird of prey church. is surely just an angel. Mm. Think about no. that. Think about that. Is an angel a- has wings. Is is that what defines a bird? I would say, is an angel a mammal or a bird? That's the big question. Tweet us. <laughs> is an angel a mammal or a bird? Um, I don't think any... Can, are there any mammals with wings? Again, tweet us. There aren't, I don't think. <laughs> like lizards don't... What are lizards? You, you're off your head if you're suggesting for a second that a lizard is a mammal. <laughs> no, but they're a third famously, Famously to be found in the reptile house. Yeah, sorry, reptile, yeah. They have wings and they're What's, not birds. Which one's got a wing? The little ones that jump off trees and glide down, don't they? Have uh, I made that up? I, I reckon it is a squirrel a mammal. Yep. Flying squirrel. Yeah. There you go. But, but it's not a wing. It's not a wing. No. No, it's it's a gliding pouch. Anyway, let us know. Any winged mammals, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a winged mammal? Let us know. Birds of Prey could also be uh, the final, the third in the instalment of the Whoopi Goldberg trilogy. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Back in the Habit. Sister Act 3, Birds of Prey. Yeah. I'm really into that. Well, look, we've got to start the peti- petition. If we want that third film made anytime soon. Yeah, what a good point. Sister Act. Uh, why didn't I think of that when we think of a film with only one sequel? The perfect sequel. <laughs> Back in the Habit. But, no, I mean, that's why they haven't made a third. How can you? Well, now they've got a title, maybe they will. Birds of Prey, maybe they will. Uh, did I tell you that when I was in LA, I saw the church where they filmed Sister Act? I think you teased the idea you were going to tell us all about it on an episode and then never did. So well, go for well, it. Well, didn't I? <laughs> because I was teasing to this very moment. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I saw the church. And the guy giving the tour was like, huh, it's a Baptist church, but you know, those guys are Catholic. But here in Hollywood, we don't care. And I was like, right, what? <laughs> <That's> really weird. <laughs> I love that tour so much. <laughs> I know where Quentin Tarantino lives now. Wow. Mm. What about this one from Matthew? Toastbusters. Why would they have what why would Why would toast... you be busting toast? Uh yeah. because you're toast from Big Crumpet. Because you're because you're from Big Crumpet. <laughs> oh, so our heroes are from Big Crumpet. No. We're flip reversing it on this one. The 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 evil guys are the ones busting toast. Fine. Oh, so the heroes are trying to just save. They're our trying toast. to rid the world of toast. And there's a couple of guys, you a couple of cool, sexy guys called John and Joel. Yep. They won't realise it's us because I've swapped swapped around the first initial of our names there. But. Um, <laughs> and they're trying to protect toast because they know that toast is the best. And you know, I'll have a I'll have a brief flirtation with a crumpet. Sure. Mm. I'll have a toasted muffin from time to time, but I'm always coming back to toast. I feel like we need to talk about those alternatives quickly. So mm-hmm. for the for any international listeners, a crumpet is like a circular bubbly piece of bread that we toast. That sounds horrible. I don't like bubble- I don't like crumpets. What? 
Oh, you that mm, that's that's the French side, isn't it? <laughs> it <laughs> Give is. me a croissant, mate. Give me a croissant. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I love a crumpet. So good. I tell you what. What's weird about a crumpet? And I've always wondered this. <laughs> Why do they take so long to toast? Is it because they're, they're quite dense? But I always thought all the air holes would mean they take. Honestly, they take about five minutes in the toaster. Tweet us. Um, but only <laughs> if you know both the answers. I don't want anyone with just one answer. So we need to know if angels are animals or reptiles and why crumpet takes so long. If you can't answer both those questions, don't bother tweeting us. If you can answer them both with the same answer, <laughs> extra points. And also, just on, on the toasted muffin, mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain the first time I dis- I had a toasted muffin, I was incredibly disappointed because... Really? Up until that point, up until that point, I had been, I had been told that muffins were delicious, sweet oh, treats. I really like them. I think they're great. And then I got this what, weird. What you're getting? You're getting an egg McMuffin from McDonald's and expect them to <laughs> whack an egg in a double choc cake. I'm not sure uh, McDonald's <laughs> was the first time I had a muffin, like a toasted muffin though. What about it, the bagel? <laughs> oh, I love you a, a bagel. You have a toast and a bagel. I do like a bagel. Yeah. Do um, any American listeners? If if there are any, uh, do you do toast in a big way? I don't know. <gasps> what a good question! I don't know I whether think... toast is a big thing in America. If if it is, that's the, that sounds like the maddest thing anyone's ever said, isn't it? Do you eat toast? <laughs> it's like being on a holiday in like, like <laughs> Spain or something. To- toast, El Tosto. <laughs> do you eat? Do Americans listening? Do you eat toast? That's a good point, though. Do they eat toast? They don't have toasters, do they? I don't know. <laughs> I've just made that up. <laughs> like I know that, like, so I feel like instance, it's not. I feel like it's not a big thing. Yeah, I can't believe it. I cannot believe I'm googling the words. Do Americans have toasters? <laughs> they like they prefer like, waffles. <gasps> but when like, you type in "Do Americans have," the yeah? first thing that comes up is kettles. Because they don't drink tea as much. The French don't really have kettles as much as we do. Because there's they're not there's not a big tea uh, culture. Eighty percent of American households have toasters. But eighty percent seems low. <laughs> oh, around here would be surely in the UK we're we're talking ninety three percent. Round here. Round <laughs> <laughs> here. But yeah, no, it's true. In other countries, we, we think of a kettle as like a almost compulsory part of a kitchen. But yeah, in other places where they're not drinking as much tea, they'll they'll like they'll heat water on in a pan sometimes. But don't you sometimes heat the water in the kettle to put it in the pan? It's great. For speed. Do you do that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's the ultimate kitchen efficiency. <laughs> Um, or, because sometimes here's a bit of observational comedy for you there we go it takes so long to boil that water in a pan if it's straight on the hob doesn't it oh again yeah. it's like toasting a fucking crumpet it takes so long whereas are you stealing kettle, peter k stuff here this is peter k <laughs> material it's one of his things yeah it's it, it, it's some material he tried that didn't work and i was <laughs> i just happened to be at the, the new material night and i said peter i really like that stuff about <laughs> How long it takes to boil a pan of water. <laughs> Do you want if I do it on my podcast? And he went, go for it. No, it is interesting how long it takes. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe, it is maybe it's just my hob. Maybe it's just my hob. I've got an electric hob. Don't know if that means that it doesn't get as hot. Have you got like the so, new something, school something, ones? Yeah, there's something about a naked flame that maybe it seems like it would scare the water into being boiled quicker. I think so. I've got the mm. old school ones where it's like, you know, it's just a black circle that slowly goes orange. Yeah. What are the new ones then? Well, they're the snazzy ones with the like immersion lights and stuff, isn't that? I don't know. Maybe that's what I've got. Anyway, the most, Im- the most important thing about Toastbusters is the final line has to be your toast, right? Yeah, of course. As he shoots the 
butter. I assume instead of like ectoplasm, mm. it's like butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What be, what's the equivalent of the great big puff puff guy? Oh, uh, just dough, just dough, isn't it? Because all of the products we're yeah, talking about are made point. out of dough, and that's what brings and them all together at the end. There's so many good puns about jokes, isn't it? Like when that great big dough guy arrives, one of them could be like, "This is the last thing we needed." Hey, <laughs> very yeah. nice. We're just trying to earn a crust. Last thing Ooh, we needed good. as well is is doubly funny because what you don't realise is the character who said that did make it, literally needed it the night before. Perfect. It was the last thing he, he needed. He put too much yeast in it and it grew oh, that big. It took over a city. <laughs> this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, what about this one from Tom, friend of the show? Tom Holland Drive. Okay. Tom Holland survives an onset accident and wakes up convinced that he actually is Spider-Man. Oh, great. He's going around trying to solve crimes. <laughs> uh, the, Imagine if you were a... robbing a bank and Tom Holland showed up to, to foil it. It'd be really mad. If I was robbing a bank and Tom Holland showed up, would having consumed enough media cause me to be scared and think, oh, fuck, Spider-Man's here or think, yeah. oh, I don't know. That guy be, is yeah, I think I would. I think I would. I'd be freaking out. So yeah, and uh, I don't know how how it works out for him. If maybe he just becomes a crime fighting guy in New York, yeah, like those vigilantes, but, yeah, that walk the streets. Is it John Ronson who's who's followed one of them? Yeah, it's really amazing. He's yeah, he follows like a gang of them. Oh, it's really amazing and really quite bleak in places. Would recommend. So Tom Holland is convinced he is Spider Man. There's a video online of Daniel Radcliffe pretending that he's convinced he is. Harry Potter, I think. Amazing. That went viral at one point, which is fun. I I, I love it. I, I, look, it's a great pun. That's all you need. Move on. Right. <laughs> what about this one from the aforementioned Brett Goldstein, actually? 12 years a gave. A low-calorie sugar farmer celebrates 12 years in the business. Uh, agave. Well, I was Sean. making it... Yeah, but... Yeah, true. No, I you're, didn't know you're that. The, you're such a, such a kitchen snob, and you're, not, you're telling me... You've probably got barrels of agave syrup in that <laughs> kitchen. You've never known how to, how to pronounce nah, it. Just the usual stuff. Just the bog standard honey, mate. 
I I went into John. I went into Holland and Barrett the other day. Yeah. And there was honey available for sixty-seven pounds. I don't know what you're thinking. You're thinking it must have been a barrel of it. It wasn't. It was on the was counter. It was on the counter at the till. Sixty-seven pounds. What's this? What did it claim? Did it have any claims to it? Well, I don't know. What do you mean? What, I mean, it'd have to have some pretty amazing claims. Yeah, you'd have to yeah. be talking to me for me to spend sixty-seven <laughs> quid on it. Anyway, agar- twelve years agave. I mean, we're not going to take too many things from the other film he's punning. We're probably mostly going to focus. <laughs> we're mostly going to focus on the. I actually think it's like a charming Pixar film of the life of an agave plant, and you get to live twelve years with it. Oh, that's cute. Like it's a short <laughs> before an actual Pixar. It's not good enough for a real Pixar. It was one of the no shorts. No way. No way. It's one of the shorts. Yeah. Hey, John. Should we do our own film ideas? Please. So here's mine. Tenants. You know the <laughs> upcoming Christopher Nolan film, Tenet? I've got Tenet? it. Yeah. I don't think anyone actually knows anything about this film, do they? Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I, I well, Googled, and because I don't really want to know, but I Googled a little bit for the purposes of this podcast, and it's like about international espionage. Yeah. And the, so, the concept of Tenet is that it's a, is it palindrome? So it means it can be turned around. And so, oh, so like double crossing spies. Well, yeah, but also literally, like I think they're literally like influencing. They go upside down. Yeah, no, genuinely, I think they're influencing the way that time works. So I think it's going to be. Oh. You know, uh, his what was his first film where the guy keeps forgetting everything and they s- memento where memento, it's all backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a chance that this film could run and then halfway through it suddenly starts going backwards, but makes Whoa. sense. That's I th- cool. If that was true, okay. that'd be <clears throat> mad. So this is that, but. The reason that time has been completely spun out is because our hero spy is just hammered on tenants all the time. Oh, the I cheap, thought they were the going to be lager. living in a flat. Oh, no, nice. it's a cheap lager super tenants. And in the same way that James Brown drinks a vodka martini, shaken not stirred, this you know tuxedo wearing super spy always drinks a can of tenants. Amazing. <laughs> whether he's whether he's playing Texas Hold'em, you know, whether he's wooing a lady, whether he's chasing down a villain, he's got. A can of super tenants in a blue plastic bag. <laughs> What's the percentage of tenants out of interest? Uh, I'm just know, six, to Google seven, it. 8%. Woo! Super Very nice. Tenant. Super tenants. Just going to my bookmark percentage. <laughs> um, 9%. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not a bad I'd... ABV for your quid. So, yeah, he's always just sort of whacked out on super tea. I, I, I haven't done super tenants, but during a less wise time as a student, I did try special brew for an evening did you and and i'm fairly certain time did start moving backwards (laughs) (laughs) Um, but special brew sounds like a magic potion and the idea that it (laughs) makes time move backwards is quite funny yeah uh, don't try at home it's not time won't be moving any time will just move very quickly forward to the next morning when you wake up (laughs) (laughs) well hey maybe Uh, that's what you want okay so he's off his non-tenants yeah, and the thing is, obviously, I assume, like, for a lot of the film, we think that he's, like, hapless and rubbish, but it actually turns out that his constant he's, consumption He's made tenants... every right move the whole way yeah. through, and that's what that's what's revealed at the, revealed at the end. Yeah. Uh, hey, John, what's your idea? Uh, did you watch that show Quiz? Yeah, I loved it. So, uh, Quiz, but for the time that Nasty Nick had a pencil and paper in Big Brother Series 1. <laughs> <laughs> that's a niche reference for... For the for the old older audience, I it would be good if they started making 
massive budget three-part TV dramas about just small moments in <laughs> quiz and reality TV shows for the last 20 years, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, what other, what other great moments from reality TV could they... There was that time that two sisters went on the X Factor and one punches the other one, doesn't she? Cause... Yeah, I'd love to know the whole backstory <laughs> there. And then what happened to them afterwards? Uh, good old Nasty no, Nick. I haven't thought about him in ages. Nasty Nick was a weird one. So for those who don't know, Nasty Nick would now be like considered just an entirely normal contestant on a reality yeah, show. Yeah, so true. But because it was back in the slightly more naive days and he was just slightly more calculating than everyone else, mm. he the tabloids just ripped him yeah. to shreds. And one, so the rules in Big Brother mean you can't have any implement for writing things down. I assume it's so that they will go a bit more loopy quickly. Mm. And he's managed to sneak in a pencil and paper. And that was like, <laughs> that was front page news. Oh, man. What a time. What a simpler time. <laughs> oh, dear. We miss oh, it. Well. We miss it so much. Good stuff. I enjoyed that. Hey, well, everyone, if you like the podcast, give it a review on iTunes. Tweet Dream Factory Podcast, say you enjoyed the show, even if yeah. you didn't. Send us some ideas. We're running yeah, very Yeah, send low. us some ideas. The the well is running dry. But that's it. Thank you, John. I'll speak to you after this. Hey, John. Hello. How you doing, mate? All right, thank you. Um, my uh, living the vida, lockdown. Very nice. Uh, my girlfriend um, asked me the other day that uh, what happens when when we're recording and uh, you say after the music, we, wait we just sit there. <laughs> <laughs> we just sit there, go do 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 do, just in our heads. Well, I have to get open the second script, <laughs> so it's mostly that. I'm just switching between scripts. I have to get out of the Glockenspiel and play it. <laughs> How's how's everything going with you? Same old, same old? Yeah, it's boring, isn't it? I've got massive Zoom quiz fatigue and I'm sick of them. And yeah. <clears throat> what I need is some discipline in terms of, because these quizzes, they go on for three hours, three and a half yeah. hours. I want one hour. I want bang. Yeah. Here's the Zoom quiz. I don't care how any of you are. <laughs> I don't want to know about your lives. I want to answer some questions. I want to ask some questions. End of quiz. Happy days. Yeah. I, have one, I had a quiz last the night. I've got a quiz tonight. I bailed oh, on a mate. quiz on Friday night. I can't quiz Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. I'm not one of the eggheads. No. No, absolutely. It's unbelievable. My movie idea this week is quiz, but for Joel's weekend. <laughs> a man descends into madness because he's <laughs> constantly on a Zoom quiz. Oh, mate, that sounds bad. I haven't been doing as many. I did do one. I hosted one yesterday. Uh, for nice. my mother because it was her it was her uh, big uh big birthday i won't say which but it was one of the big ones she's finally 40 <laughs> born i never say <laughs> but i do i have my favorite thing that happened yesterday was i discovered that perhaps uh, emboldened by the fact that she was respectfully socially distancing and mm -hmm. perhaps a few glasses of champagne, mm -hmm. my mother went out onto the street and told off all the neighbours who weren't socially distancing. Wow. She said, that's not right. Zuta law. <laughs> so I was quite proud of her. What's yeah. that's not right in French? C'est pas juste. C'est pas juste. Cool, I'm going to use that when I'm out on uh my run. Well, the weird, and it does, and it did make me think. There is a weird thing that's happening where people seem to think the social distancing rules don't apply if you're on your drive. Like, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I actually think that 
worryingly, people are sort of starting to give up on it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I, it's I'm definitely still a... getting busier outside. Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, it's dear. tough. What have you got? Any you you said in the podcast you're replaying a Star Wars game. Which one is it? It's called Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. I think it's like oh. PS PS2 era. Um, is it good? It's yeah, it's fun. It's very of its. It, it's it's a good game of its time. Like yeah, it, it, you you've got to kind of ex- accept that it's not going to be of the quality of a modern game. I mm. also because because I'm just literally my my only outgoings is food and Nintendo Switch games at the minute. Yeah. I also finally bought um, Super Mario Maker Two. Oh, how is it? Yeah, it's good fun. I haven't played a hell of a lot of it. Um, well, I, I worry that I'd be limited by my own creativity in that, and I wouldn't be able to make very good. I know you can just play other people's levels, can't you? But yeah. I don't know. I don't so, know if I find it frustrating. So far, I've only played other people's levels. I, yeah. My my goal is to make one at some point because that's kind of the f- that's the other fun bit. Of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been playing quite a lot of PlayStation. I've heard of it. They are doing this like PlayStation. There's like this PlayStation Home. I don't know if it's a regular thing, but where you get like a couple of free games a month. Yeah, and with their this, online subscription. This month, you got. The original, you know, Uncharted, those like Indiana Jones yeah. ripoff games. All three of those for free. All three, the first three. Bloody hell! I've been playing, playing through those. They're really good fun. Uncharted yeah. is a, it's a game that I saw. I've never played, but I saw a mate playing, and it is a, it is an unbelievably good looking game to watch. Which I know sounds weird, but yeah, it's got it's, like actually quite compelling story for, a, as you know, video games from ten years ago go. Yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. And do you know what? I've not played too much Switch, really, and I've, I have haven't played much Animal Crossing in the last week. Oh, mate. Which I feel bad about. That's a big new update. Might have to go and have a look. I Yeah, I didn't play it for a bit, and then I went on, and they, they kind of guilt trip you. They're like, oh, I haven't seen you in ages. Where the hell have you been? Mm. And actually, my girlfriend said on her island, someone said, have you seen John? No way. Yeah. Are you a double Switch household? Yeah. Yeah, same here. God, what a life. We are I don't living. even live with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Let's let's call it a day. All right, mate. Well done. See Bye. you next week. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.